This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Yes, let's talk about scams, you know? Scams. Have you ever been a victim of a scam? Huh? Do call us 0619870000, even Tuli Madonzela. She was scammed recently. Somebody sending her WhatsApps from a number she recognizes, a number of a friend. The friend claiming that they are in a serious emergency and they need a couple of e-wallets sent through to get out of a jam. And she did, only to realize afterwards that it's not possible that my friend would send me messages like that using this kind of language, uh, these kinds of typos. And that effectively, the friend's phone had been hacked. Um I recently needed to get an e-visa to go to Malawi. I was going to a wedding quickly. And I thought, well, I don't need a visa as a South African, but I was traveling with uh, some Americans, and they did. (laughs) And then uh, we got an e-visa, except we didn't. But the money just went down the tube. And when we got to Malawi, they said nobody needed to get an e-visa. Okay, another scam. And we all know the 419 scams where somebody introduces themselves to you and tells you that they've inherited a fortune. But for whatever reasons, they'd like to ask if they can use your bank account to save the money and they'll give you a cut. And it's usually like big money, $40 million or whatever. And they just need um, a safe bank account in which to deposit the funds. Another scam. And they keep going and going and going. Um, And so this speaks to issues of cybersecurity, how easy it is to hack people's phones. It speaks to issues of uh, financial intelligence, how easy it is to trace each transaction um, that's been made. It speaks to questions of digital literacy, what we know at that point of making a payment uh, to a third party. Um, And then it also speaks to the fact that criminals are very sophisticated. They are cunning. They are cold. They are cunning and they are cold. And, you know, financial services also tries to introduce limited liabilities for themselves. I know that some banks are now starting to introduce things like verifying a bank account. At that moment where you're about to make a purchase, they say to you, do you want us to verify this account for you? Because I guess on their part, they're sick and tired of many people coming back and saying, I've just been scammed. And are you responsible as the bank? Are you liable for what's happened to me? So let's talk about the scams and the things for South Africans to be aware of, especially uh, ahead of the uh, festive season. This is where uh, we're told you're going to start seeing many, many phishing scams and uh, questionable things happening because even the criminals are looking for a bonus. And it's not just you guys waiting for your bonus. Loisa Boyce is a cybersecurity analyst, MD of Clara for South Africa, and joins us now. Good morning, Loiso. Good morning. Good to chat to you again. And you too. How did I pronounce your business name? Is it correct? Clara for. Clara for. So I really can't complain, right? Okay, uh, I was almost there. Almost. 
Clarifor. Okay, but it's spelled C-L-Y-R-O-F-O-R. 100%. Keeping it locked is our motto. Ah. Is it like a clever, is it like a clever tech name, Clarifor? Um, it's like Google. I mean, what's a Google? Um, I have no idea, know? actually, now that you say it. Yeah, so the definition is a, a billion uh, secured devices. That, that's what we aspire to, 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 to get to. Mm. want to get to a point where we, under our, under our management, we have a billion nodes, not just nodes, secure nodes. Why a billion? It sounded like a really good number, and I think it's going to be a good <laughs> So that's what Carrefour is. Locked one billion secure nodes. Oh, I learned something today. Thank you for that. Okay, so Loisa, let's talk about the topic at hand, which is scams and the prevalence of scams. And it just seems like there's a proliferation. Every month is a new scam that we're being warned about. Certainly, I get a lot of those WhatsApp messages saying, beware this, beware that. And at times, it's just overwhelming. Your, your introduction, and even how you've just, what you've just said now, you, you've covered the A to Z or the challenges that we're facing. I don't know if people can spot scams, all of them, to be honest. There are too many. Mm. And if, 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 with due respect, uh, it obviously intelligent people such as yourself uh, and, and, and the example you gave of the, the former public protector fall for scams. <laughs> people that are high emotional intelligence, that have been in high pressure situations. It's just need to close my window here. Sorry for the background noise. No problem. It, it puts me in a tough spot to then say, how do I advise the people that are listening to us right now? I, I run, I founded and run an information security company. I have embarrassing to say, I've fallen uh, victim to, scam, to scams as well. That's the challenge we're facing. So what we do, we need, to, we need to relook our approach. So first of all, I appreciate that you have this type of conversation because um, like you said, right, the, the, the entities, banks and them are putting in uh, controls that absolve them where they can say, hey, we tried to tell you, here's what we did to cover ourselves. Mm. You fell for this. It's not happening across the board. And it, it's a pity that we don't have more engagement of this nature. So, so I think the quickest way of this thing is that as people, because we kind of are on our own, we need to adjust our approach. During COVID, we looked at everybody suspiciously like everybody was sick. And then we took a defensive approach. We did not expect somebody else to do something else. I'm not talking about the vaccine and, what I, and all of those politics. Yeah. I'm just talking about how, how we behave as a people uh, 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 to try to protect ourselves. Right. Same thing to apply online. We don't know who is who. We don't know who is scamming us and who is not scamming us. So the approach needs to be one of, I hate to say it, suspicion. But a better word is the one you use of verify. We need to verify who we are talking to and the, and, and the what, actually, I have to say, it's what we're talking about also. Right. So the same way in COVID, because you couldn't look at a person and say, they said everybody must wear a mask. Everybody must use a sanitizer or else you're not getting access. So the industry has to do the same. It has to begin from a point of view that, this this could be a potential scam. And as you're transacting, you're actually working your way towards proving it's not a scam. But the very basic premise will be you are potentially a scam. That's what you're saying there, should be happening. There we go. So so we start there. 
And then once, once we've arrived at that point, we say, so what? Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's online. It's almost Christmas. So about to have Black Friday. I want to go online and start shopping now. Mm. What do I do? Step number one, uh, avoid clicking on links that you receive. You receive a WhatsApp, you receive a, an SMS that says, there's this item from, I don't want to name names, yeah. but this reputable online shopping platform that delivers quickly or whatever, you know? Rather than click on that link, I will request that people actually type it out manually. So open your browser and make sure your browser, well, first of all, your browser is the software that you use to surf the internet. Yeah. Please make sure your software is up to date. I'm always going to hop onto that. Make sure your software on your phone and on your laptops that you use for anything sensitive, health information, transacting, banking, make sure that that, that uh, is up to date. So you're going to go to the address bar and type it out yourself. Do not ever use a link or go to a search engine, search for your bank, and you see it there, and then you use that link. Do not do that. Type it out manually, please. Hang on. That's so, so let me let me just understand. So, for argument's sake, you are you're banking with X. You're yes. banking with anyone. F and B, Standard Bank, Absa, Capitec, you name it. Time Bank. You must type out www.thebank.co.za every time. Yes. Pick a struggle, right? <laughs> let's, 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 let's bring it back to COVID. Uh, I have to go buy a mask. I have to sanitize. Okay. You know, when you, when you get to your house, you, you people's houses have other security, burglar gates, alarms, not because we want those things. It's double job. Emotosetu have tracker, mm. insurance, immobilizers, mm. too many buttons to press. Double job, same thing online. And unfortunately, online, you have one digital identity. Uh, and uh, once it's gone, it's gone. And I remember, we're talking about us as individuals. The entities are already doing it. You gave a nice example where if you want to make a payment, you are asked to verify. Mm. I, I, I tried to pay a supplier two weeks ago. My transaction did not go through because I had just added them. It was a fairly large amount. The bank tried to call me on two occasions for me to verify that, yes, indeed, it was me. This is after two-factor authentication, yeah. adding a new beneficiary. Yeah. They are still doing that. So yes. that's the one. That's the one. The other one. When you are going to be transferring sensitive information, banking, buying online, the address bar, what you want to see there is a, a, um, a padlock. Typically, those addresses will, will have an HTTPS. So, so if in that address bar, once you put in the address, um, in fact, let, let me leave the HTTP, HTTPS, forget, up, uh, I don't forget about it. Let me explain it differently. Once you have put in your address there, what you want to see is a padlock just, be, just before the name, www. as an example, fnp. Yeah. What you want to see there is a padlock, and then you want to see that, uh, that name appearing there. Why? It gives an indication that the, 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 the website is a secure website. So information that you put in there will be encrypted. It's not just easily uh, uh, readable. So, so you're looking for these type of things. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. So, 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 so we've covered putting your own URL. We've covered be careful of links. Links, whether trusted or unknown, avoid links, put stuff in for yourself. For sensitive websites, uncheck the remember me because we, we tend to forget that one. 
and that we don't know who's going to access the information. Now, now this is a, this this is the defensive approach that we are talking about, mm. right? I'll throw in some other ones that don't typically include scamming, but since I'm talking now, I'll include them. Uh, avoiding public Wi-Fi uh, if you don't have a VPN, a virtual private network. Why? Uh, it's very easy for me to go on my cell phone, create a hotspot, and say free Wi-Fi that is quick, and then go to a restaurant or somewhere, and the people will connect to it and do their banking or do their emails. And these days, uh, spying software is easy. Very easy for me to, as your traffic goes through my device, I analyze exactly what you are doing. Very, very easy. Um, I was talking so so somebody person. calls you quickly and says, mm-hmm. Bantu, ngstakil angna mali ye, ye, ye uba, tumela, and when you're standing in the supermarket, and then you're like, okay, eating giyen manji. You're saying that public spot is a danger zone. I'm saying, have, I'm, I'm saying public Wi-Fi, unsecured pri- private. Uh, it's, Wi-Fi is the highway, right? Wi-Fi is the highway. Your phone is your car. We all get into our cars and then we drive on the highway. But if your car's tires are flat and smooth, you're not wearing a seatbelt, your car is not maintained, mm. something bad is going to happen. Chances are. You know, and sometimes mm. it's not your doing. It's just circumstances. There's a pothole on the road. Mm. Uh, um, here's the reality. Mm. I, I was at an information regulator event last week, and the advocate, the, the chairperson advocate, Panit Lakula, indicated that so far this year, we have already had 600 breaches that have been reported to them. Mm. These are the ones that have been reported, and they typically these are entities with a robust information security strategy and ICT strategy. They are mm. also getting exposed, right? Mm. So, so, so I'm not trying to be doom and gloom, mm. but I'm generally sounding okay. an alarm. I, I, I understand your analogy. So actually, to use your highway thing, Wi-Fi is the highway. Uh, your phone is your car. But Atsotsi already spotted that when you don't lock your car doors. They yes. saw it immediately when you got in the car. Lovely. And so you're the car they should follow because it will be easy to get into your car. Yes, you are not paying attention. There's a baby in the back seat. They watch you leave the shop. They watch you not look around. They watch you get into your, open your boots, play on your phone, sending a message. Oblivious about that. You've been profiled. No, now this is why I mentioned the 600 breaches, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We have 600 breaches uh, this year. We, we know that the DOJ has been breached. We know Transnet got breached. We know checkers, this scam, TransUnion got breached. So at this point, our information is out there. What people are then doing, they're taking tools, and they're taking tools, they're applying these tools to profile us. So unfortunately, there's a trend of what we call persistent threats. Mm -hmm. So if you're a high-profile individual, if you're famous, if you have money, unfortunately, you fall into that space. If you have a company with sensitive information, you're a doctor, dentist, financial space, anything with sensitive information, you immediately fall into that space. Why? Maybe I don't want you, but I want the information that you keep. You might be a GP and uh, you're one of your customers, Ulrato, Ulrato. Right? Ulrato has access to politicians. They may not give ideas, but now you put things in place to get information, you blackmail Abant. That's the world we live in. Sure. So, so, so. And it all started at the dentist. The fact that the dentist has my number. You access my number through the dentist. You can then get on my phone and see my database. Not just the dentist, right? Remember, 
the trans union has all your information. Everywhere you've applied for credit, where you owe money, they have a sense of what debit orders are coming in. And now when, again, now you are posting on social media that you go to these places, now your friend tags you here, you're a public figure, you are spotted there. So the amount of information we have out there is ridiculous. That, that's, that's the long and short of it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So there's a lot going on. Um, you use the term, make sure whatever you do, your software is always updated. What do you mean by update your software? Because one of the problems, so there's all these problems. The social engineering, you've managed your behavior, you've tried to figure out how to be more careful and perceptive, right? This is you being careful when you drive. This is you having an alarm system, locking your buckler face when you come into the house. But then you've left the sliding door wide open and then your wall is broken. Yeah. That's what I mean by the software got up, up to date. So fix it, the wall. Fix the wall. Fix the wall. Why, why is that? Because hackers are always out there. We have what we call zero-day exploits. Gaps just crop up in technology. You, you, you have X Twitter, right, on your, on your, on your mm. phone, but your phone was last updated a month ago and has a new rollout. At the same time, WhatsApp did a, a rollout two versions ago. The combination of WhatsApp two versions ago and Twitter now, mm. and the opportunity you're running from five months ago, that combination creates a gap for somebody to exploit something. Okay. That's why I, that's why we always have these software updates to cover things like that. Okay, so now, let's okay finish your point. I wanted no no let's go to the next let, let's jump to your point. I, I wanted, wanted to, to say it's fake. I wanted to say okay. So what are the things people need to be careful about right now? You know we hear the word phishing okay. phishing with a yeah. ph. What does that mean? Right. So so we are segueing nicely into the into the um, into the deepfakes phishing. There was a hack of MGM a few weeks ago where people couldn't gamble. Uh, they, Las, Las Vegas casino changer was, was, uh, couldn't transact for a few days. Ransomware attack. It is suspected that how that attack was executed was via phishing. What is phishing? It's me calling, it's, it's me calling with some information pretending to be somebody I'm not. Tuli Matonsela, the example she gave, she got phished. That's oh a phishing attack. You have been fished. It's catfishing. I pretend to be somebody or something I'm not to get a response out of you that I typically would not get. Okay, if you do okay. That. just help me here. So this is me calling you. Hi, I'm calling from your doctor's rooms, uh, you know, where you came last week. Uh, but unfortunately, your medical aid didn't pay. Uh, is it possible we can do the transaction now? What's your bank card? Now we are keeper. They love that. SARS makes a lot of calls like that. Unfortunately, this is where... It's the same thing as avoid free Wi-Fi. My advice would be, uh, thank you very much. May I have a reference number? This is when you don't know the number, right? Because we need to balance um, uh, convenience. Yeah. May I have a reference number? Uh, so it says the bank. May I have a reference number for this call? I will call the bank and I will put in this reference number and I'll sort it out. That's how I do it. I'm giving a practical mm. example of how we do it in the company and how we advise people yeah. to do it. It's because people are also panicking, So You know, when that person calls and says the payment didn't go through, you, you're thinking, you're thinking many things. You're like, okay, no, please, I want to fix it. Hey, I'm for And that, and and that, you should have just said, let me call, let me call the dentist myself. In our defense, that's part of the technique, creating urgency, putting you off off guard. That's why it's it's urgent. I'm in a dark place. It's uh, uh, let, let's pay it now. I'll give you a five percent discount. 
The idea is not to give you a chance to have rational uh, uh, thoughts. One thing, I'm being cognizant of time, I just wanted to mention this thing of phishing. There's phishing, there's vishing. Vishing is the same thing with video. So we're starting to get video calls. I think iOS has just released uh, FaceTime voice messages, uh, face messages, video messages. People need to be careful. Artists right now are, are, are logging lawsuits because they're crying that AI is remaking their different songs <laughs> in their voices. It's fine in games now, but think about that applying to your mom calling, mm. to FaceTime calling your environment. So, so I, just be aware. I don't know what to if it doesn't yeah. make sense, just be aware. Also, Lois, and then you need a swim swap. This is another place where you are vulnerable. Correct. So I'm a proponent of two-factor authentication. Uh, smartphone, two-factor authentication is when they, they, you have to be verified in more than, more, more than one way. Fortunately, from a regulatory perspective, the, the, the information regulator has put rules in place that force telcos talking about SIM swap, so, so they have responsibilities as well. So if somebody, as clients, we, we, we are compromised, we have the leeway to report it to the information regulator, and they do have some teeth. I know that DOJ has just been mm. fined recently for not doing what they were supposed to do to, to protect uh, their the, the environment. Mm. What other scams are there that might not be high-tech, you know, very sophisticated, but they are real and they are costing South Africans um, their money. Can you be scammed at the point of sale? You're in the shop, uh, you can see the transaction is taking place, but something is about to happen. I remember they used to say, don't, don't, if you're in a restaurant paying with your card, don't allow them to take the card to the kitchen or to the pay point. They must bring it to you. They must bring that POS to you. Correct. So, so, so we've got that. Um, so make sure that your, 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 your card requires a PIN. Inconvenient, I know it's easy just to tap, but if it's easy for you to tap, it's easy for everybody to tap. Mm. Card skimmers are real. And uh, the same way that you had card skimmers that set in ATMs, we had warnings that be careful what you're looking at. They've become so, so sophisticated that they're hard to spot. So I've seen incidents where shops, uh, inside the shop, there'll be a, a card schema there as well. So it's about vigilance. Um, it generally is about vigilance. This thing of tapping your phone, I, I'd love to come to the studio. I just bought a device called the Flipper Zero. So anything with near-field communication that, I can, that you can tap, this device is able to read that signal and I can duplicate it. And, and it's not so easy for banks, but for access cards, uh, under certain circumstances, it's easy to, get to duplicate those signals. So I think we need to step back a little bit. We're too focused on convenience, uh, and it's gotten to a point now where we're exposing ourselves. It's bad for me to say this as somebody in IT who who relies on businesses going digital for my business to grow. Mm -hmm. But I have to have an alarm bell. It's it's out of hand. Um, Businesses have what they call, they have AI tools. The biggest, one of the biggest transactions now, M&A is happening right now, is Cisco buying a company called Splunk. Splunk is a security incident and event management company so in the IT space. So, mm. so when an incident happens, it needs to be managed. Okay. It, they're buying it for $28 billion. Uh, what, security incident is kind of inevitable at this okay. point. Okay. All right. Get so, insurance, secure yourself. All right. So, so what you're just saying is cybersecurity is a big industry because cybercrime is an even 
bigger industry. And, you know, we're not going to escape every scam, but we should be vigilant. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Uh, if you can pay and uh, remember to submit a PIN, yes, tap, but try to insist that above a certain threshold, you want to use your PIN for each transaction at a restaurant, clothing store, whatever. Um, be open to two-step verification. Where they sent you, we're going to send you an OTP number. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's an inconvenience. It's a schlep, but it's protecting your money. And if, you know, uh, somebody calls you and says, quickly, quickly, can we verify your details, including your bank details? Say, no, thank you. I'll come to the bank and we can do it there. So it's just about being aware because the scammers are aware of you. So says Louisa Boyce, a cybersecurity analyst. I think we'll do more of these um, in coming weeks because Christmas is coming. And as we say, they know. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.